Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show. I am your host, Christine Innes. I've got a fan crush. I'm just going to put it right out there because this divine woman, Ellie Swift, is joining me. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, look, I have been stalking you and I'm going to say stalking, but I hope you take that in the right way for quite a while because I love your story. Um, you are a corporate escapist. You have escaped the corporate world and built your own incredible business. And, you know, you're a mindset coach, you're a marketing coach, you're also an international speaker. And what I really love about it is that you really work with heart-driven women to really take their business online and that for me just really resonates so much because I feel that when you have a business that you're so passionate about you know you just want to help everybody so much as well and um, sometimes we get a little bit too soft um, being heart-driven entrepreneurs as ourselves. <laughs> yeah it can happen for sure yep. yeah although not if you work with me I must say. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Sometimes, you know, you do need to, you know, just give a little bit of a boost sometimes when we actually need it as well. Um, I wanted to, there's so many questions I actually really want to ask you today, but did you want to just sort of share, you know, did you have a moment when you decided that working in the corporate world was no sort of like a fit or being in alignment to where you wanted to go with your life? I think I had a couple of moments. So the first was, so my background is also in marketing. So as you know, Christine, I worked in corporate marketing for about a decade before I started my business. And I would say that there was always an inkling. There was always a soul nudge that there was something more than what I was doing in the corporate world. But it was it was a whisper. It wasn't loud. And then it started to grow over time. And I first really started hearing it when I was working in Sydney. So I left Perth where I'm from and I started working in London, then moved to Sydney and worked there for a while. And it started getting louder there because I was in a job where, um, yeah, there were a few challenges in terms of having a, a boss that I didn't love. And that was when I really started to hear it. So that was the first, I guess, point where it started to grow louder for me. Then fast forward a couple of years to being back in Perth, I was working as head of strategy in an agency over here, private agency, fantastic job, fantastic people, fantastic directors. Uh, and ideally I had everything I'd ever wanted. So in addition to my corporate career, I very much felt like I ticked all of the boxes that I wanted to tick. I was 27. I always wanted to be in that role by the age of 30. And so I sort of got to that point of like, okay, well, I've got everything that I wanted and why doesn't this feel as amazing as I thought it would? And so that was that next moment of going, well, this is literally ticking every box, but it just doesn't feel great. And what I isolated at that point was that I loved marketing and I really loved mentoring the women in my team, but there was a lot in that work that I didn't love, which then triggered uh, studying life coaching, which was something that I'd been investigating behind the scenes for a couple of years leading up to that point. And so it was a really beautiful time for me to do that. So fast forward then another couple of years, where I'd studied life coaching, I was coaching people on the side. So I was working full-time in that job still. 
and then life coaching in the evenings and on weekends, which so many of us do when we're obviously escaping corporate. And I was doing that for a little while and I hit that tipping point, which I know so many of my clients get to where I was doing it. I was working full time. I was trying to manage my life. I had started to go, okay, there's, there's an opportunity for me here to build this business, but I didn't know what it was going to look like. And I almost needed the universe to give me a bit of a like, Hey, like something needs to change right now, which for me was in the form of quite literally having a, like a living room floor breakdown of, I was in my, I was in my house. My partner was at sea because he works away at sea half the time or, or did half the time at that point. And uh, we just moved into our brand new house. We had the most beautiful view of my favorite ocean in Western Australia. And I was sitting in there surrounded by boxes, looking out at this incredible beach. And it had been a week in the house. I had not had time to unpack those boxes and I hadn't even put my feet in the sand yet. And that was a, wow, I've created this life that I so desperately wanted and I don't even have the time right now to do the things that I've always wanted to do. Something needs to change. I called Che, my now fiance, and said, I need to leave corporate. Like I have to take the leap. And so the reason why I wanted to describe that is because I feel like it would be such a disservice to share that it was just that one final moment when really there were a bunch of things leading up to that point which needed to happen before I took the leap. And I know, and you know, I'm so happy to talk about this more as well, that everyone's story looks slightly different. Um, so that's not necessarily like the, this is the one way that you leave corporate, but that was very much my story. Yeah. I love it so much. I mean, my story is just, yeah, just full flat in my face and, you know, <laughs> this is what happened. But, you know, I think sometimes it's not just one area of our life that we'd look at like it's it's almost like just going well what do we want to do sort of what is the end result and you know for creating your ideal day and I also like even before I started the corporate escapers I did the life coaching and that was one of the things that we talked about was what was the day that you want to live and sometimes your dream job comes out of that because you want to be able to create this beautiful environment that you want to you know live and work in um, and also be surrounded by as different types of people or um, you know just be sort of lit up and inspired more opposed to for me it just wasn't sitting in a cubicle anymore yeah absolutely I couldn't agree more and I think the biggest part that, you know, as I start to talk to more and more people who have taken that leap, it's it's all those little things that have happened and leading up to it. And they recognise the fact that they've wanted a particular job and it's not just a status thing, is that they think it's going to give them the lifestyle that they, they've so desperately wanted, but when it's there, it's actually not what they want. Um, it's sort of like the heart and soul and the head is just not all connected um, together because what we think, what we feel and, and that, um, it's so completely different. So, um, yeah, I can't, that for me was a game changer in my own personal life as well, just to sort of work that out. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, obviously, your signature program, which is the SWIFT um, Marketing Method. And, um you're very fortunate you have an amazing last name too. So like <laughs> to use it as part of your marketing. Um, but 
what does it look like for people when they work with you? And, you know, I've, I've heard so much from other people who have worked with you and, you know, what they get from it. But from your perspective, what does that actually look like for somebody who has, you know, started a business but not sure of how to even take their business online as well? Yeah, so my business has morphed and changed. I've been in business now for a little over three years. And when I started working with my clients, it was very much one-to-one. Gratefully, and I I very much believe that a big part of this was because of my marketing background, but gratefully, I was fully booked within that first year um, and then knew that I needed to change my business model if I wanted to scale it and grow it and work with more people, which for me was very much the model that I wanted to create. So enter the Swift Marketing Method, which I only, uh, the Swift Marketing Mastermind rather, which I only created last year. I'd built out a couple of courses prior to then, uh, but was still working predominantly one-to-one. And so the Mastermind was was born out of essentially me looking for my own mastermind to be part of and not being able to find that mastermind anywhere else. So I was looking for a mastermind that was really high touch with the facilitator, with the creator, with the founder, um, and also something that had that really beautiful community element of being able to tap into essentially a really wide range of incredible, inspiring, intelligent humans and learning and growing alongside them and with them and from them because we all have these different amazing skill sets and areas of expertise. And so that's exactly what the Swift Marketing uh, Mastermind is. It's really this incredible six-month experience where you come together with other coaches, creatives and consultants and obviously facilitated and led by myself and I coach you to build your online business. So it's for women who have started working with clients and they're ready to take their business to the next level. So 5K months, 10K months, 20K months and build out ultimately the model that they've always wanted to build. So you might be in a spot where you are currently working with a couple of clients, but you don't quite have a system or you maybe don't even know where you got those clients from or they were referrals. You're like, okay, this is awesome. I love this. I want more of this, but I also want a system that I can leverage so that I can build it out. So like you said before, the mastermind is very much my signature within my business. Um, It's my main baby, (laughs) uh, which I love. And I've got other courses and programs and things, but that's that's the main way I work with my people. And what I, I really love is that I really hoped when I started the mastermind that it would serve my women in ways that my one-to-one coaching hadn't in that it would be that and more. And you don't know until you start in your, you know, until you try something new in your own business, whether that's actually going to happen. But it very much did in this case. I find that my women have the more, even more opportunities than they did when they worked with me one-to-one to create these really incredible results. And I believe that the community component is such a big part of that. So yeah, that's a little bit more about the program and how I work with my women. I do everything online, um, have always worked predominantly in the online space. My, um, the framework for how I work is that I believe that when you're creating anything online, it comes back to 
these three core components of mindset marketing and strategy, which is the Swift marketing method. Uh, and so we tap into those areas and work out what you need to leverage so that mm. you can then build the online business you want to build. Yeah, I love it. I wanted to ask you because obviously I understand, I guess now at the moment, everyone's wanting to be part of a community. Like we are so yearning for that. And a lot of people, I guess, at the moment, they're either going, oh, it's too hard because I can't connect with people face to face. But there is so many opportunities out there for people to be connected with now with the power of the internet. And, you know, obviously, like, you know, it's like we're in the same room together, you know, but it's all online and, um, you know, to do that. So has that elevated even, I guess, yourself even more being in touch more with the community, with the people that you're working with? What I've found this year especially is that my clients have scaled and grown and continued to build phenomenal businesses. So 2020 has been a really challenging year for so many, um, but I would say for the majority of my clients, they've had an opportunity to really leverage their Mm -hmm. online business during this time because People are going online more. People are recognizing the benefits of working from home and uh, the opportunities that they can create Mm. from their spare bedroom or by creating their own business online. And so I've definitely always been a really big believer that you can create community online because I witnessed it myself through going through the Beautiful You Coaching Academy and being part of such an incredible, robust community. And even now when I think about my dearest girlfriends, so many of them are girlfriends where the friendship started online. Um, in fact, the majority of my girlfriends now, the friendship started online. And so I, I have that as a, a deep belief that that is possible. And then I've absolutely, to answer your question, witnessed how that's played out in the mastermind where women come together and they're bonded immediately by all these you know, common interests, common desires, um, and there's there's research that that says that we bond faster or we form relationships or friendships faster when we're coming together and experiencing something that is emotionally led. There is nothing more emotional and more uh, growth inducing than starting a business. Amen and so, to that. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's so much truth in. Um, in online community being so powerful, especially when you're, when you're doing something with those people uh, that's creating that relationship, you've got those really beautiful common, um, yeah, common interests or common businesses. Mm-hmm. Follow like from what you just said, obviously like starting a business, it's, I always say to people that it's the biggest personal growth that you will ever undertake because you learn so much more of it. And I know that, you know, you add the mindset part into it. How much do you say is mindset sort of, I guess, of a percentage in business for people to be, you know, take their business to where they want to be? Yeah, I I kind of change how I talk about this depending on the situation, but I would say around 80 to 90%. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. And so, you know, essentially we lead with strategy when we're creating or building a business. And while I wouldn't suggest ever doing it in any other way, because obviously the strategy is the building blocks of moving things forward and, you know, it's essentially creating the thing we most want. 
if our mindset isn't in check, if our mindset isn't set up for growth, set up for being a CEO, set up to really believe that we can create what it is that we want to create, Mm -hmm. then we are never going to be able to build the business, create the strategy, implement the amazing marketing plan that we want to create or implement. It's just not going to happen. And so that mindset piece essentially underpins absolutely everything that we're doing and creating in business, right? Mm. Um, And so that's why it's just so important. And and I'd really recommend working with a coach or a strategist and team, have people around you who are willing to push you when it comes to your mindset or, you know, that word push is, is quite gross, like really willing to encourage you when it comes to your mindset and allow you to go there in terms of asking those hard questions because when you are deeply connected to the fact that yes I can absolutely make a million dollars in my business or yes this is absolutely possible for me and yes I do have self-worth and self-belief and yes I know that I'm going to make this launch work like it's those things that create the results not a 20-step formula that someone set out for you yeah And I think it's that self-belief within yourself because when you know that you can do it, it it sort of makes the process a lot easier as well because you go, oh, okay, well, I just need to learn that. That's okay. That's no problems. That's just the next step in the process and you just sort of go through it. But when you have that sort of uneasiness within yourself, you tend to overcomplicate the situation a heck of a lot more than really and I always say that as human beings we do overcomplicate things so much more than what we need to as well so absolutely and we overcomplicate out of fear Mm. so when we're fearful when we're afraid when we don't deeply trust ourselves that's when we overcomplicate thing things because we believe that it needs to be harder than it is and it's that self-belief belief piece and also years of wiring and conditioning that to create an incredible business this has to be hard Mm -hmm. like I have to work so so hard for my success all beliefs that I absolutely had for a really long time and have had to move through they're the hardest ones that I've had to move through personally Mm -hmm. because they're also those beliefs are reinforced in corporate so I know for in all my corporate experience and the corporate experience that I've seen with my clients, I'd love to know if it's the same for you, Christine. It's very much that if you want to succeed, you need to be part of the rat race. You need to show up and work really hard. You need to be consistent. You need to be putting in the hours. You need to be doing all of these things. And I'm not saying that to build a business, you should take a backseat in any way, not in any way, but It isn't about this, like, I have to make it harder than it needs to be. It's actually about like, how can this be easy? How can this be effortless? How can I make this something that is far more streamlined than I think that it, that it should be? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the biggest things that I learned after leaving corporate and I guess really wanting to change my life and sort of where I wanted to go was I had the value still installed from me from previous corporate companies and I lived and breathed those values so I I honestly thought that I needed to actually have my own set of values for myself because that was going to be my foundation moving forward so that instead of living and breathing by what other people thought it was about what I valued what I 
wanted for myself and I found that my business now has become so much more aligned to those values and I'm attracting clients that are based Mm. on those values as well. I think that's such a great exercise because it's really easy to bring across the bad habits that we created in corporate. And I absolutely did that. So in my first year of business, I experienced burnout, which for the record, I don't believe needs to be part of any business owner's story. It was part of mine, but it was avoidable. And it was only because I'd taken those things from corporate, the I must work myself into the ground. If Mm. I'm not working, the business isn't working the only way I'm going to succeed is if I work 20 times harder than everyone else. It was those beliefs that meant, okay, like this is not sustainable. (laughs) It led to this point of burnout because I couldn't continue the way that I was. And so if you can identify exactly what you said, your values, your behavior, that you want to create, you get a day looks like, you know exactly how you're showing up in your business, then that is the best possible thing that you can do to, to run the ultimately the sustainable business that you want to create. Because that's what it's all about, right? Is creating sustainable, sustainable, thriving business. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think there's so much that we learn. Um, you know, the more time that I've stepped away from corporate, so it's been five years now, um, but I had to learn first of all to be a lot more kinder to myself and um, I obviously took quite a fair bit of time out because there was quite a lot of messy stuff happening um, to go through and to relearn everything Um, but the biggest thing that I I hear a lot with everyone that I've interviewed is the fact that they've had to change you know those belief systems and I could, you know, there's a list out there because we all have different ones but it does coming back to I don't have to operate that way anymore and it's okay for it to be like this and you know it's okay for you to work four hours a day because you can get so much more done in the four hours opposed to doing 10 hour days um so it's it's incredible um before I I, obviously I really appreciate it for your time but I wanted to ask you one last question and what advice would you have given to yourself say five years ago, and maybe you've started your business earlier? So the advice that I would have given to myself when I was starting my business five years ago, I would say stop overthinking everything. Trust yourself. I mean, I, I trusted myself, but I could have trusted myself more. Don't sweat the small stuff. Really go all after what it is that you want. Get more sleep. <laughs> be really kind to yourself. But the main thing would be stop overthinking. Yeah. I think that, um, and I've scaled reasonably quickly in my business, but I still could have gone faster. There's a lot of BS that comes in when you're starting your business, like overthinking all of these little things. And my biggest recommendation to clients is to focus on the high impact tasks first yeah. and foremost. Um, because it's really easy to just worry about all the little stuff that does not actually matter at all. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I just want to say a big thank you for being here today and sharing all of your amazing wisdom with them. I'm going to put all the details of where everyone can reach out to you, Ali, and they can, you know, contact you to be part of your incredible mastermind and to work with you. And I just, again, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. 
Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has watched this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show. Remember to follow your passion and to live life to the fullest every single day. Mm-hmm.